I took a deep breath, clutching the double-shot macchiato, as I sat outside the Starbucks in Underworld, waiting. Underworld was the place between the realms and Earth, but wasn't directly ruled by the big three. Death's portal had dropped me somewhere in Egypt. It took a bit of persuasion, but I was able to convince a druid I spotted on the street to direct me to the closest Underworld portal. No surprise, he wanted a payment, but I convinced him to sell the information to Johnny's boys, an arm of the police in Underworld, which should really be called the Druid Mob. I supposed someone had to be in charge of the day-to-day workings of a major city, but they were all corrupt. They hated Druids, but this was the fastest way to get the Druid King's attention. I told the Druid to let the mob know I'd be waiting at the Starbucks for them to arrive, so here I sat waiting and hoping the boss or death didn't find me first. I wanted to contact Omar, but without my phone, the second best company perk, which had an address book with every contact number on the planet, I was SOL. Of course, had I taken the phone with me to death's villa, I would have had other options for leaving. But like the watch, I'd left it behind in my old apartment when I disappeared. Ten minutes after I'd ordered my drink and found a seat, a lime green convertible pulled to a screeching halt on the street in front of me. Two of Johnny's goons, a driver and his lackey, practically fell out of the car in their haste. I cocked an eyebrow at them as they approached. As if on cue, Quaid materialized on the sidewalk outside the seating area. I'm here to see Harry, I said to no one in particular, but everyone in the vicinity of my voice noticed. Within five seconds, every pedestrian and patron had vanished or walked away. The seating area and sidewalk were clear, leaving only the goons and Quaid. The old man's been looking for you, Quaid said, referring to the boss. You're leaving with me. I arched my eyebrow at him. They were here first, I said, pointing at Johnny's boys. And if you think I'll go anywhere with you, you're crazy. Quaid on the old man's orders had killed Jack. I'd never willingly go anywhere with him, and he knew it. The goons looked a bit like deer in headlights as Quaid snarled at them. The driver had enough sense to place a call while his lackey stared slack-jawed. Quaid's lips were pursed together. He was clearly annoyed. He pulled out his phone and started texting. I sipped my coffee, waiting for the real fun to begin. A few seconds after Quaid sent his text, I felt a slight tug against my core, as if someone, presumably the boss, was trying to magically transport me away from the Starbucks against my will. I smiled and winked at Quaid, who sighed and texted something else into his phone. The magic of Death's Villa had worked a lot like physical teleportation. When the kitchen became the garden, It wasn't really becoming the garden. I was physically relocating myself to the garden. Normally, that type of movement took a lot of power, but Death's Villa was spelled to make local transports easy. Of course, this meant if I wanted to stay in one place, I had to know how to hold on. At least, that was how I thought of it. It had apparently become somewhat second nature over the last couple of months because I hadn't realized I was locking myself to the Starbucks seating area until Quaid tried to move me. He'd find it impossible now that I knew he was trying to transport me. I'd have to let go first, and I had no intention of doing that. I'm here to see Harry, not Conrad, 
I said to Quaid, using the boss's human name. His lip curled up as if amused. He ignored me and kept typing. I caught the eye of the driver. I didn't want to deal with Johnny. I wanted him going straight to the top, which I was fairly sure I'd made clear already. To avoid confusion, I said, Harry, not Johnny. Johnny, the mob boss, could get an update from his lackeys later. I had no desire to deal with his posturing, and if the boss showed, he'd be out of his depths anyway. The driver glanced around to make sure no one was watching, then gave me an almost imperceptible nod. Maybe he wasn't planning to tell Johnny at all. Or he didn't want anyone to think he was taking orders from me. I didn't care as long as he got Harry here.